Hey Divine One, Nikaila Mariah here, inner child and self-mastery expert and divine channel at your service. And this is my podcast. It is my mission to guide you back into remembering of all that you are as you stand in your highest self and live this life on earth to your fullest and most joy-filled ability. It's time to stand fully in your power, optimize your energy, and let wealth rain down on you as you get clear on your energy, mind, body, and spirit. This is for the divine ones, the cosmic beings, the creatives, industry leaders, and stars who are ready to activate their fullest potential and live a life of purpose, peace, and pleasure as we create a new world. It's time to remember the divine being you are and act accordingly. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Embodied Divinity. As we explore the power and insight that comes from listening to your body and getting into your own natural rhythm as we flow with life. Let's start out today by taking some grounding breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Continuing to be intentional with your breath today, as we talked about the importance of lining with your breath in last week's episode, it's such a powerful way to reset your system and sink into the present moment. So as you intentionally breathe in and out, it also allows you to tune in with your body, with your intuition, with your inner knowing. Our physical bodies are huge in helping us operate at optimal energy levels in this human experience. If you've been listening and following for a while now, you're of the awareness that we are not our bodies, we are not our thoughts, we are not our feelings. We are the consciousness or observer behind them. But in order to have this full human experience, we get to be in these bodies, to operate fully within them, to utilize them to their highest potential so that we can make the most of this experience. Now, if we think of our bodies as some of the software that we operate from that higher state of consciousness, our mind is the hard drive, our body is part of the software that we are able to move through this experience with. Keeping our body in optimal condition allows us to harness our infinite energy better and better. And we do this by listening, by tuning in to what our body needs. So today we're going to explore some exercises you can do to be more present and in tune with your body. We're going to talk about how we can listen to our body as we choose foods and movements and sleep cycles. And then Just take with us some valuable tools that we can use in the everyday to be able to live at maximum capacity while not burning ourselves out or feeling bogged down by life. 
So before we get started into our teaching today, I have some really exciting news. I opened the doors on the Inner Child School of Unlearning last week, and we have over 50 founding members so far. The cool thing about it is the first 100 founding members get in at an exclusive rate. And this is a really powerful online portal where not only are you coming together in community, there's forum and chats available in there, but there's built-in modules to help you move through deep inner child healing, shadow work, and the embodiment of your higher self. I believe that our healed inner child is our highest self. And as we return to that state of purity, innocence, magic, and wonder, we get to live from there in all moments and all days. So I invite you to join me. You can find the link below wherever you're listening to this. I'm so excited to invite you into this magic and sacred space. So the very first thing I want to talk about is being able to listen to your body. So this takes practice. Number one, we have to have a clear and regulated system in order to hear and understand the body's messages. A lot of people talk about that gut instinct, but then they operate from an unhealthy gut. And so the very first thing we're going to do is learn some simple ways that we can make sure our energy in our body is as clear and regulated as possible. So the very first tool, and I use this tool every single day, and it's so simple and it's actually a lot of fun, is the somatic shake. So this can take you anywhere from two to five minutes in the morning, depends on you. But wherever you're at, you plant your feet on the ground. It's, it works best outside because the, the earth grounds us in, but really any floor. I do it in my bedroom every morning because my backyard doesn't have a ton of privacy and I really like to let loose. But doing it on with bare feet on the floor or outside on the ground, you plant your feet firmly. You turn on high vibration music, whatever music you can really move to. And for two to five minutes, you just shake your entire body, keeping your feet planted so that those negative ions are moving out through your body and into the ground. And you just shake. If you've ever seen an animal shake off themselves after a stressful event, what they're doing is they're releasing all of that energy from them. The somatic shake is very similar. Doing this for two to five minutes in the morning regulates your entire nervous system and it clears any negative energy from your body's energy field. So we're planting our feet flat on the ground, turning on some high vibe music and just shaking. And I mean like really vigorously shaking. You're shaking your fingers, your head, your body, your toes, all of it, keeping your feet firmly planted on the ground. So doing, I I encourage you to do that every day. And if you can just try it right now, noticing the difference, if you do it every day for 30 days, noticing the way that your days change, the way that the rhythm of your heartbeat changes, the way that the deepening of your breath changes, the peace you find throughout the day, this somatic shake is really powerful. The other thing that I encourage is some site, some kind of lymphatic stimulation. 
So there are six different lymphatic energy centers that you can rub every day in a circular motion. And I'll post a link to some videos below that will walk you through that. But my favorite is dry brushing. So I'll get in a hot shower. A lot of people do this before they shower, um, but I do it after because my limbs are very stimulated after. So I'll get in a hot shower. I'll spend the last minute of my shower with it freezing cold. This also, um, this also turns on your lymph nodes, but also it helps regulate your nervous system. I'm all for like cold baths, cold showers, cold cleanses um, a couple times a week because of the same thing we're talking about now, the regulation of your nervous system. So I'll get out of the shower, dry off my skin, and I'll dry brush in the pattern of my lymph noids. So I'll put a picture below, but starting from the top down to my feet and then up the backside, I'll dry brush in a really rhythmic downward motion, just very lightly stimulating, stimulating my lymph noids so that I can process and regulate my energy better. And then the last thing I'll mention that I just mentioned, but in more detail is cold baths and showers. So doing an ice bath, three times a week or ending every shower you take with one minute of really cold water, taking deep breaths and grounding yourself throughout it. This is going to help stimulate your vagus nerve, but also really ground in and regulate your energy. So these are some things we do just so that our body can start to regulate because we store all of our experiences, all of our trauma, all of our emotions in our body. And if we're not creating a safe outlet to be able to rid our body of that energy, it gets stored and it compacts and it compresses and it follows us through every single part of our life. So these are three physical things you can do every single day to, to help you have a clear body and energy field as we start to tune into the rhythms of our body. Now, it goes without saying, but I know this is a really hard topic for a lot of people, that eating healthy, clean foods is going to balance out your gut and give you that cleaner body to process not only your foods, but also your emotions and energy. So having some kind of green drink, I personally use green vibrance. I'll link it below. My daughter uses Kiala greens. I'll link that below. Um, drinking greens every single day is a really powerful way to make sure that your body has the right nutrients, but then eating a really clean diet. I personally eat a mostly raw vegetarian diet where I'm eating a lot of raw fruits and vegetables. I try to stay away from processed foods as often as possible because of the effects they have on my body. Eating organic and non-GMO foods is also really powerful. Just remembering that the food that we eat contains energy and we bring that energy into our body. So if you don't have access to this kind of food right away, saying a simple prayer over your food can also help. And, and we're doing this really intentionally. So what I say over all of my meals is something like, please bless and purify this food, clear it of all negative, low vibrational energy and infuse it with the highest levels of light and love. And as I ingest it, allow my body to retain and absorb all that benefits my highest good and to release and repel all that does not serve me. And I'll say that over every meal with deep intention. And that leads me into the next part of listening to our body. 
it's eating and drinking with intention. So number one, praying over blessing your food, your water, your drink is, is going to be really powerful because then we're not just mindlessly eating. We're not mindlessly putting food into our mouth. We're really sitting down and saying words over it allows us to invoke intention into what we're eating. But number two, as we mindfully and intentionally eat, we can consciously listen to when our body is full and even what our body craves. One thing that I've taught my kids from a really early age is to ask your body what it wants to eat. Oftentimes our ego, our mind, our woundings, our emotions will guide us towards food that might fill us up or that might give us that that lower vibrational energy that we're craving, or some people just have an oral fixation where they need to chew and have food in their body. A lot of people that have a hard time being grounded or disassociate often eat in order to feel more weighted down to the ground, or they eat in order to feel less connected to the divinity they don't feel worthy of because as they're eating lower vibrational foods, it kind of creates the illusion of separation from those higher vibrational energies. So really listening to your body before you open the fridge, pausing and putting your hand on your heart and asking, what do you need right now? What do you desire right now? What would most benefit you right now? And really listening to your body and offering that food to your body. And then again, intentionally praying over it and eating mindfully. So really slowly eating and, and drinking plenty of water throughout the day. As we eat slowly, almost in a meditative state, we can feel our body processing the food. And when I started doing this, I noticed I got full way faster. I, I ate way less of the servings I gave myself because as I was intentionally eating, I recognized when my body was full. Now I love food. So for me, it was really about the taste, the flavor and the texture. So I would eat and I would enjoy every moment. And there's still occasions where I do that. If I go out to one of my favorite restaurants or, or whatever, I'll really enjoy every moment and experience of the food, but I still oftentimes end up eating more than I desire. I get kind of wrapped up in that experience, which is totally fine, right? We're here to experience these moments. And we also get to do that in moderation. And so on, on a daily basis, we build this really beautiful sacred ritual around eating where we're grateful for every bite we get to take. We're grateful for the food before us. We're grateful for the nutrients we're giving our body. And as we slowly and mindfully eat, our body, number one, feels that gratitude, feels the intentionality, and also process the, processes the food in a better, more clean way. So again, this is just helping us get that really healthy gut so that as we listen to our body's rhythm and intuition, it's coming from a clear and purified place. Um, drinking a ton of water, pure, clean water every day is is really powerful i drink a gallon of water a day my daughter drinks about two-thirds a gallon my son drinks about two-thirds a gallon and it's really clear clean spring water or alkaline water this allows us to really cleanse our system and keep our body hydrated uh, again praying over your water blessing your water sinking into gratitude for the water you're drinking all of these things help us cultivate a better relationship with what we're we're ingesting, but also 
it just kind of gets you in that place of gratitude all day long. We've talked in other episodes about how powerful gratitude is for calling in more blessings and high vibrational energy into your life. And so as you're grateful for every bite you eat, every drink you drink, everything you have in front of you, it kind of invokes that vibration of, of gratitude throughout your entire day, which is really powerful. And so number one, we're doing these physical movements, the somatic shake, the dry brushing, the lymphatic massage, the, the cold plunges, the cold showers to really physically help our body process. We're eating and drinking with intentionality and mindfulness. And, and another huge part of this is your sleep. I always recommend to my clients as they gauge the kind of sleep pattern they need, because every human is different. We can't go by the eight hours a day rule. In fact, my body, and one thing that I learned um, as I read all of the Seth material was, was my body really needs four, a, a four hour block of sleep and a two hour nap later sometime in the day. Right now, because of my schedule, I sleep about five and a half hours a night and I take about a 30 minute nap during the day and it's absolutely perfect for me, but I learned what I needed. I went two weeks without an alarm and with falling asleep the moment I was tired. So I, I told my kids, my family, what was going on so that they would know that I was going to be going to sleep at different times and waking at different times. So I, I created a safe boundary for myself to be able to do this. And then as soon as my body started to wind down, I would do my nightly rituals and I would get into bed and I would sleep and I would sleep until my body naturally awoke. And when it naturally awoke, I would get up and I would do my morning rituals. And I did this every day for two weeks. And what I noticed is I woke up after about five and a half hours and I felt perfect. I was energized. I was wide awake. I was open. I was creative. I was in the flow. My body wanted to move. And again, I noticed that about 1 p.m. every day, my body was starting to wind down. And so I just took a 30-minute nap and again, woke up excited, mindful, awake, clear. Now, some of you may need nine hours of sleep a night. Some of you may need four. We get to know this by giving ourselves the time and space to view our natural rhythm. And of course, things like caffeine, different medications, things you might be partaking in, eating too late at night, having screen time too late at night will all play a factor. And this is where listening to that circadian rhythm really comes in. We talked a couple weeks ago about living by the season. So in winter, we're really slow. We're kind of in this state of hibernation. We're allowing ourselves to eat a little more if that feels right. We're allowing ourselves to move a little more slowly, to be in a state of introspection and reflection, right? In spring, we're starting to get a bounce back in our step. So we're following these seasonal rhythms. But the circadian rhythm is about that 24-hour rhythm of the light. And so following the light and the sun really allows you to tune in. And again, it goes perfectly with winter. In the winter, there's less light. So we're waking a little later. We're sleeping a little earlier. Um, as humans, we've kind of messed this up because of screen time and indoor lights and all of the things. And so I set the intention to have only like candlelight or very dim light in my house after the sun goes down. I am not on the TV, the technology, the my phone as soon as the sun goes down. 
The same thing in the morning. If I arise, which I normally do before the sun, then I allow myself to be in a state of meditation, a really slow movement of just slightly moving my body, saying my prayers, sinking into meditation. And again, until the sun comes up, very light candlelight, dim lights throughout my house and no technology or lights around me. This allows my body to really get in that natural circadian rhythm. I also, as a manifester, and your human design will be different than mine, and so it's really up to you, but as a manifester human design, one of my biggest things is eating in the day of light. So I only partake of food when the sun is out and up. And this allows my body to properly digest and move through the food that I eat. For you, it will look different. You get to explore, to become aware of what your body needs in each moment. But as we do all these things, everything I've mentioned here today is about really being intentional and mindful with all of the things that we do, with what we partake in, with the way that we move our body, with the way that we tune into our body and the rhythm of our life unfolding. It's about tuning into the natural rhythms of the earth and finding that deep and sacred connection. Overall, what this creates is a really pure energy system, a really deep inner peace and that regulation that will allow you to live from that really calm, intuitive nature in your day-to-day -day life. So that as you hear that gut response of discernment of this energy isn't for you, or this is an opportunity you should follow or turn right instead of left. It's coming from that beautiful, regulated, flowy space within. There aren't all of these external energies pulling you in different directions. And it allows you to live life from that place of intuition and flow, really mindful, really in tune with all the natural rhythms of self. For me, what this did was it expanded my state of consciousness. Not only did it help me with my CPTSD and PTSD as I became more regulated, but it actually helped me connect with higher levels of my divinity and consciousness and that as I became more grounded and in a peaceful state where I became more trusting of myself and others because my energy was clear, because I had the ability to respond from that higher state of being, I also had deeper, more profound experiences with higher consciousness. I was able to see new realities manifest like I couldn't believe and really sink into a deep and sacred connection. That's how I maintain my embodiment day to day. One of my clients reached out the other day and asked, how do I stay grounded and present? I feel like I keep floating out and getting distracted. And it's really I recorded a whole episode on this a couple months ago. I think it's called um, Living Through Ritual and Prayer, something like that. I can link it below. But it's, it's really about living every day, treating every moment as this sacred, beautiful experience. It doesn't require a lot of hard work. It just asks you to be intentional and mindful in every movement, every interaction, every word you say, let it be this sacred experience. Whether you're going to the bank or the grocery store, driving down the street, sitting in meditation, hanging out with your loved ones, be mindful, connected, intentional, and present in those moments, and they become sacred. 
They allow us to listen to that deeper inner wisdom and knowing within us and live our life from that full, beautiful, natural, wise state of being. I know this was a lot today, but it really, while it sounds like a lot, it can be implemented in tiny little baby steps by ending the shower with some cold water, by intentionally choosing one meal you're going to eat today, by saying one small prayer this week over your food. It doesn't all have to be done at once. In fact, for me, they slowly and more steadily built upon each other. And these actually came to me all intuitively. I started with doing the somatic shake and some lymph noid energy work about 10 years ago to really help my body clear out all of the, the chemicals from my cancer treatment, from my trauma. And from that, I started doing really deep mindful meditation. From that, my body showed me slowly what foods I wanted to eat. From that, I started just intuitively saying prayers over my food. From that, my body said, drink cleaner water. And it was just this build upon and build upon. So if one thing really reached out and grabbed you today, do that one tiny thing as often as, feel, as you feel called. And that one tiny baby step will lead you to what's right and aligned for you. You don't have to do all of the things that I do. All of these things are tools you now have in your pocket. And the one that reached out to you the most as I spoke today is probably the one that your soul is craving the most. And so taking one small step to start to implement that one small thing into your daily rituals will allow you to sink into what you need next. So baby steps, big deep breaths, and expecting miracles all along the way. I'm so grateful you tuned in today. Our guest speaker this Wednesday is really beautiful, powerful, intuitive, feminine coach, and she's going to guide you even deeper into listening to your body's intuitive nature. And then on a Friday, we have a powerful meditation that allows you to sink into what your body wants, needs, and desires in each moment. I love you. I see you. And I'm so grateful we're on this journey together. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, Divine One. It truly has been an honor to guide you deeper into yourself today. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to create a ripple of support for my podcast, please share it with your friends, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. You can find me on all the socials by searching Nikaila Mariah or checking the link in my bio. As always, breathe deep, plan on miracles, and know life's about to get a whole lot more magical.